0: Welcome to the FFb Cast podcast, home to fantasy greatness. Here's your host, Joseph Hoppy. Hey everybody, welcome in. FFb Joe here bringing you another episode uh, via FFb Cast. Check us out um, online at ffbcast.com for your very own custom podcast, um FFb Cast, your fantasy leagues media coverage company. Now, today I am going to get into the Combine episode, what it was like attending the Combine from a general public perspective. Uh, We took the trip down to Indianapolis, and we had absolutely no special media clearances whatsoever. Um, Anything that we did or we talk about doing um, in today's episode is... Very well anything that you could do as well um, if you were to attend the Combine, which I suggest that you do because it was um, a great, a great, great time. Um, maybe the Combine itself, not so exciting, um, but the atmosphere in Indianapolis centered around the Combine. Um, centered around Lucas Stadium and the Convention Center. Everything that's going on down there, um, super exciting. Just the people that you're going to run into. We've got some great stories, so stay tuned if you want to hear some of that. Um, and please do, uh, because we'll be breaking down the trip um, in details and giving you tips and things to look forward to, um, how to get those free tickets to get into Lucas Oil Stadium, to um, you know, be a spectator of the Combine You. You're gonna have to put in some work. you're gonna have to be early and plan these things, um, especially if you want to get a hotel reservation. But like I said, we'll get into that. Um, we'll also break down some of the player stats um, because obviously we want to talk you know football relevant stuff. This isn't uh, just an episode about a trip, <laughs> but uh, I you know I could do one on that alone. Um, So stay tuned everybody, we will break down the running back class, wide receivers, tight ends, and quarterbacks coming up just shortly. Now before we get into some football relevant stuff, I am going to tell you guys how to get free tickets to attend the Combine as a um, spectator. Um, I'm sure you heard me mention it in the intro, so you're going to want to go to oneiota.com that is the number one, I-O-T-A dot com, one iota. Go on there. Um, you're going to have to create an account, log in, and you're going to want to build your profile. Now, when you build your profile, it'll start off at, say, 0%. You're going to add some um, brief information. I think it might ask for a phone number. It might ask for an address. It may not. I'm, I, I don't recall. But when you do... You'll go up to 20%. Now, they're going to want you to connect your Facebook, connect your Twitter. You'll go up to, like, 40%, 60 80%. Um, I think I'm at 80%. I think the only thing I didn't do was connect my Twitter because I didn't want them um, posting messages uh, from my account. I did let them, you know, I gave my Facebook up. Well, I mean, it's whatever. Um but uh, my facebook isn't necessarily as professional as as my twitter account needs to be so um i digress but anyways you're gonna want to build your profile and then the stronger your profile is i think it it jumps you up um on the waiting list so say you're 80 you're gonna be ahead of those that are 20 40 60. Um, i believe i did read something uh that that said something you know similar to that i'm paraphrasing so I'm, you know, build your profile, but all you have to do is submit for these tickets now, and they'll they'll be pending for a while, but they'll get approved. Now, I put in for my tickets for the day one of workouts, the offensive linemen and running backs, maybe a week in advance, um, and they were approved rather quickly. The second day of workouts is in much higher demand. Um, the quarterbacks, receivers, tight ends, um, obviously, you know. Um, But for that one, I spoke with people. I was not approved. You know, I definitely did not plan ahead, which is why we wanted to um, put this episode out there for you guys so if you you can have an enjoyable experience if you want to attend the Combine. Um, But as I was saying, you know, uh, I spoke with people who put in a month and a half in advance for the day two of on-field workouts and they weren't approved so I'm telling you this now <clears throat> log on create your account and build your profile and look for this event um as soon as it goes on the site we'll probably give you guys a notification um and we'd love to like meet up Uh, With some of you guys, if you're interested in that, um, we can show you some good places to go. Like I said, we've got some great stories. Uh, We ended up giving up our seats um, at a a well-known restaurant for uh, former Super Bowl MVP San Antonio Holmes. Um, We spoke with a lot of great people, a lot of good personalities. Um, You guys are going to want to hear about all this stuff. So uh, stay tuned. But next, we're going to get into the more football-relevant stuff for those of you um, who are not here for the trip details. Alright, let's get into the football relevant stuff and we'll dive a little bit into some fantasy relevance as well. Let's start off with the wide receivers. My top three wide receivers are as follows. Hakeem Butler, Keel Harry, and DK Metcalf. Butler strikes me as just the um, bigger specimen who is more well-rounded uh, DK Metcalf, obviously a monster, um, but he comes up as my third wide receiver, and I have him pegged as a early second round pick overall, um, as the second receiver in the second round. Um, I, I don't see this as being a strong wide receiver class. Um, and Keel Harry ahead of DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf, obviously a specimen and runs that 4'3'3'40, at 6'3", 228 pounds with a 40 inch and a half vertical jump as well. Um, just amazing numbers, you know, a great performance. But um, you have to kind of approach this, um, the combine that is, from a strategical standpoint now if you're DK Metcalf and you put those numbers up why i mean why are you going to participate any further and hurt your draft stock you you're not really going to do anything to help your draft stock um you've pretty much vaulted yourself into the um back end of the first round with this first workout and these numbers i mean he also put up 27 reps uh, as well as um, Butler, which bench benching doesn't really show too much correlation for success for wide receivers in the NFL, um, but that's pretty good. They're strong. I mean, 27 reps. If, if let's quick look at the tight ends where you have Hawkinson and Fant. Um, Hawkinson only putting up 17 reps. Fant um, puts up 20. So you have these wide receivers, these big specimens, these big body guys. Um, putting up 27 reps, um, just showing that they um, are strong and physically dominant. Now let's look at this from the perspective of DK Metcalf when he should have just kind of shut it down. I mean, that's in hindsight. We're saying that in hindsight now. Um, Saying don't participate in any more drills after posting that three cone and shuttle time, which were worse than Tom Brady's. So you know, that shouts, this guy uh, isn't agile, he can't move, he can't cut, he can't, you know, separate in and out of uh, breaks, so this guy is a one-trick pony, Um, he is a, you know, get downfield quick and throw him a jump ball type of receiver, Um, not even on Des Bryant's level, I would say, um, at this point now, the, him and Dez are probably very good comps um, at these points in their careers. Um, these are guys who are going to use their body to separate. They are relying on their physical dominance to box out players, to go up and high point the ball. Um, they're going to be matchup nightmares. Um, but as long as you can get somebody who's fairly competent and has you know average height in the NFL, I don't see why this guy um can't be covered. I don't see him running four three three speed in full gear, um especially if he has to come off of press coverage. Um, I, I mean, like I said, I think I, I think I summed this all up when I when I um, basically put them outside of the first round. I think teams also realize that and we're going to see that um, come the draft. But let's move on to the tight ends. Uh, We previewed them a little bit earlier briefly. Um, Now let's go over Hawkinson and Fant since we're going to keep it very simple and relevant. Those are the only names that you guys really need to know right now at this point. Um, Depending on situations and where guys fall, uh, we will Recap all of this, and when it comes time for fantasy relevance and your fantasy seasons are beginning or mock drafts are starting to happen, um, we'll go back over this entire rookie draft class um, and we'll give you guys everything that you need to know. But right now, we're just going to hit the high notes. Hawkinson, 6'5, 251 pounds. We said before he's only putting up 17 reps um, on the bench. DJ Jeremiah, I think. Uh, He has him as his number six overall prospect out of this year's draft class, which is amazing. We all remember Eric Ebron going in the top ten, I think, uh, before Odell Beckham Jr. and the Lions regret and have been um, shamed for it. They have been uh, reminded very so often. Um, But now Ebron doing good things with the Colts, so a lot of these... uh, player situations have to do um, with their landing spots. Let's take a look at Noah Fant. He runs a 4-5-40, the faster of the two tight ends. Hawkinson just a bit slower with a 4-7, but Fant almost the same size as Hawkinson, 6'4", 249. But Fant just not really looking... Um, and seeming as big on the field as Hawkinson. Hawkinson reminds me of Rob Gronkowski. He looks like he can put guys um, on um, their backside, uh, so to speak. Pancake blocks seem to be a very possible thing with this man on, you know, some of the best linebackers that uh, a tight end will be matched up or asked to block and cover. So. Fant seemingly more of a T.J. Hernandez, if I if I dare to go that way with Gronk and Hernandez comparisons, um, he runs a four-two-two twenty shuttle, um, actually falling short to Hawkinson's four-one-eight, and then his three cone is six-eight-one ahead of Hawkinson's seven-zero-two. Now Fant is climbing into the top fifteen as well. We could see two tight ends um, from the same school out of Iowa in this draft class going um, inside the top 15 overall now let's get into running backs and we have justice Hill really only being in my eyes the only winner of this class now we were there in attendance and we're watching these running backs and you know you could just tell it was it was slow there's no official, you know, timing. So, you know, you have people standing there with their stopwatches, but most of these guys are just putting up four, six, eights, four, seven, fours, and everybody's just shaking their head. Um, just this Hill comes out and puts on a four, four, 40 that just kind of looked amazing compared to the rest of the running back class because Devin Singletary, Elijah Holyfield, David Montgomery, some of those bigger names that we expected. Um, to kind of uh, at least not disappoint in the combine, that's exactly what they did. They disappointed. So Justice Hill, Oklahoma State running back, looking explosive, and is maybe um, the only winner out of the running back class here. Putting up that four four forty, which let's look at the fastest forty time this year. It was four two nine from Zedrick Zedrick Woods, excuse me, the safety. Now he puts up a four two nine. Second place is a 4-3, but then we have tied for third uh, place is two 4-3-1s ran by wide receivers um, Andy Isabella and Paris Campbell. Now those are interesting prospects that I did not mention when we looked at the wide receivers, but you know keep those names in the back of your mind. Those are speedster guys. Um, they almost seem like specialists at this point. We'll see what... Uh, their landing spots are, and I know I keep uh, beating that horse, but um, that's that's going to be huge. You know, when it comes to fantasy, you really want to see where these guys land. You're listening to an FFBcast podcast. For more custom content, visit us online at ffbcast.com. All right, let's get back into the uh, tripped aspect of the 2019 NFL Combine. Um, if you are going through one iota for those free tickets like we described earlier in the show then you are going to want to know um to be comfortable now a lot of the time we spent waiting we waited in line prior which was probably about 40 to 45 minutes um, we got inside. We waited an hour. They told us we would wait 15 minutes. We waited another hour. And then after that, we probably waited another hour. Um, before we were led into the stands of Lucas Oil Stadium, which were completely empty, there, w- there weren't very many people there. Um, so the organization on day one... Um, wasn't that great hopefully it was better on day two because i i understand that it was extremely busy but you're going to be doing a lot of waiting um then you're going to get into the stands and you're going to sit there and you're going to be so far away from these players um you're not going to be really able to see anything so bring some binoculars um that's one thing that is going to make or break this experience Bring some binoculars. You're going to want to see these guys close up, as close as you can get. And don't necessarily be bound to the seats that you're first given. Now, I I, I just like to, and a lot of people know this about me, I like to push the limits on things. And so I'll get up and I'll walk around in stadiums and see how close I can get, you know, before, you know, somebody stops me or you know, you know, security, they'll check your tickets or they'll check your privilege. And, um, yeah, so we, do, we did that here and, uh, we got some pretty good seats. We got, uh, closer up and, uh, much, uh, much more spacious, um, than we had, um, previously, um, had been escorted to. Um, so, That uh, worked out for us. I'm not recommending it. Don't uh, go wandering off and getting yourself in trouble. I did not tell you to do that. Um, Also, you need to know that you cannot have your cell phone on inside the stadium. You cannot have cameras or camcorders, which I had all three of those things. I brought a camcorder in a size-efficient one. Um, and then a professional um, camera as well <clears throat> and my phone, kind of thinking I was going to um, really um, get as much content as I could and put it up on the site, really put it up on Twitter for you guys all to see. Um, put you know, put some pictures along with this story here. Um, it would have really, really summed it up and made it so much great greater than I hope it is going to be for you guys, especially if you heed this advice. Um, But as I was saying, you know, you're going to want to be prepared. um, Have binoculars. um, Be patient. uh, Make sure that uh, you you eat. There's going to be concessions there, though. Um, You will be able to walk around freely. um, Use, you know, the restrooms as you'd like. Um, But it's going to be a lot of sitting and being supervised by one iota staff because they're making sure that people aren't taking pictures. They're not uh, having their phones out, which is huge because as long as people abide by these rules that they set, they'll allow us to keep coming back there. The only other way that you're going to get in there is if you have media clearance. So, By the way, we're going to have something in the future um, for you guys if you're interested in kind of um, helping us out and we will reward you with some free FFB cast stuff, um, whether it be podcast episodes or accessories or auxiliary items that come along with those um, podcasts, maybe a free month of FFB chat, which We are still in the early stages of uh, keeping an eye out for that, but that's coming along quite well. Um, But what we're going to have you guys do is you are going to get us media clearance by the NFL. We are going to have you guys tweet at these guys who are in charge. Um, You are going to send messages... um, to earn this free stuff and kind of let them know that we have a presence and let them know that we're here so i'd really appreciate it if you guys do that and then like i said we you know you scratch our back we'll scratch yours and we'll get you some free stuff so look forward to that there'll be a link uh, on the website soon just keep checking us out because I know we're redeveloping and redesigning every day I mean as we grow and interest grows we um, you know we keep expanding and and, and trying to improve in, in every aspect so um, visit us online often and check out what's new all right now after you have absorbed as much of the combine as you can without being able to take pictures um, no, footage, no media, no nothing whatsoever, you're not sending friends pictures to make them jealous, you're not posting it to your Twitter, you're not um, posting 40 times on YouTube and getting likes and shares and ad money and everything that everybody probably thought that they were going to be able to do, Um, you're not doing any of that, but one thing that I did forget to mention is a nice headset that One Iota provides you with, and what the headset was helpful with um they did a live cast with Reggie Wayne he was kind of breaking down um what was going on during the workouts um so and you could hear him otherwise they just had kind of NFL music playing in the background but every so often they'd they'd have people come in and you could and you could hear what was going on in the field um one one thing was especially funny when <clears throat> a facilitator um, had to scold, and I mean, he was he was very adamant um, about it. Um, some f- late coming um, media personalities, and he was be- es- especially telling them to get out of the way of the scouts. Um, and uh, yeah, everybody could hear it. Everybody in the stands. It was it was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, there's there's good stuff going on there. I mean, it's a great experience. Um, but after the combine and all that is is what really um, <clears throat> really sold me on going back um, every year. Um, the combine is great for the players, and um, it was disappointing because you're not able to get the media that that you kind of um, hope and expect. Um, but it's it's a good experience to see all the on-field workouts and you know kind of give everybody the eye test and give yourself the eye test as well. You know, can you distinguish uh, a four three forty between you know a four or five? You should be able to tell that you know on the eye test um, as if you don't have a stopwatch with you um, and things like that and you know agility and just watching these guys. Some of these guys are laxidasily just going through knowing they're going to get drafted. You could tell which ones are really pushing it. Um, So it's fun when you get a guy who's really pushing it. Um, Just such an underdog um, who was lucky to even be invited to the combine going up against one of these guys, and he's kind of forcing him to – um you know really really you know play his hardest um even though there is a talent gap you know but I mean some of this stuff it just it gets really exciting and it's fun to see there's no other way to explain it than to be there in person so we apologize we couldn't get you the footage um and pictures and stuff like that that we had hoped um but you know this whole story here I'm hopefully I'm inspiring you guys to go out and uh you know plan a trip next year or years to come for the combine you know, and continuously after that, because you know, one thing here I've got to tell you about is the nightlife around Indianapolis, um, and even just the day life walking throughout the day. You know, me spotting Reggie McKenzie, you know, saying hello to him on the street. He's just walking around. Um, it kind, it kind of threw me off. He was in a full Dolphins getup, um, and <laughs> you know, I hadn't realized that Miami was hiring him as basically, you know, a talent acquisition. Um, specialist, but, uh, it, you know, it's kind of cool just to see everybody down there. And then later that night we went to a nice restaurant and I, I kind of cut myself off earlier in the show. I was going to give the name of the restaurant, but it's been so popular and on so many other podcasts. I'm I'm not going to do it. Um, if you guys want to meet me down there, I will go there with you because I plan on having multiple reservations every year. Um which I did try passing along a reservation to the guys of the Around the NFL podcast. Um, unfortunately, they were flying back that night. Uh, Chris Wessling was uh, kind enough to hit me back and let me know that. Um, but like I said, you know, I'm going to have multiple reservations. If you guys want to meet up and do this thing, um, we can really do it. Now, when I was at this uh, restaurant, we were just having drinks, uh, me and, uh, and an associate of mine and we ended up giving up our table to santonio San holmes we're sitting to a gentleman we're sitting next to a gentleman um who told us this story about him tweeting seven years ago out to antonio brown and antonio brown really responding and um, going out to lunch with him ended up taking him to nfl awards and it became a five-day hangout type of deal um as he's telling us this you know santonio San holmes calls his phone so he there he is, and, you know, um, we're no longer speaking with him. I mean, he's, you know, he's entertaining San Antonio Holmes right now, but this is getting pretty crowded right now. There's, uh, you know, a line out the door. They're not uh, just letting people in um, as they please. So a uh, buddy of mine, we decide to get up, um, and we offer a table to San Antonio Holmes. It's just cool, you know, to see these people and associate with them. He had his MVP hat on and you just kind of get uh you know almost starstruck i should say um but then there's a lot of real um humanizing factors to it too when you you know see somebody's height and you're like wow he's really not that tall but this guy is a super bowl mvp you know this guy was an incredible you know world-class athlete so It's a lot of cool stuff. You guys have got to experience it yourself. So I hope you enjoyed the show and I really do hope that um, I have inspired you or at least piqued your interest um, as to what it's like to travel to the Combine. Really not... All that expensive either, you know, fairly cheap. Fairly cheap for me. I drove. Um, depending on where you're flying from, I'll say fairly cheap. But I hope to see you guys there next year. Let me know what you think and how you feel about it. Um, ffbcast at gmail.com. You can always hit us up on Twitter too at FFBcast. You can find us on Facebook and on YouTube as well, where you can subscribe to our channel, find all the videos and where we post most podcasts. So check that out as well. Um, We appreciate it. Uh, Like I said earlier in the show, keep visiting ffbcast.com. Check out the new stuff that we have coming out this off season. And we look forward to a fun season upcoming um, with you guys for the 2019 fantasy football season. We've got a great thing coming where we're going to do a discount on our draft recap episode so as soon as you guys start mock drafting um, you're going to want to come check out the website and see what we have to offer because we've got some we're just going to have some great things that no, nobody else offers so check it out it's definitely going to be worth your time we appreciate it and I hope you guys all are doing well um, peace love happiness um, and we appreciate your support as always that concludes this episode follow us on twitter at ffbcast and email your questions to ffbcast at gmail.com see you next time for more fantasy greatness